Hey there, and welcome to Gingerbiz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and I'm very thankful to have you tuning in today. Today's topic is minimizing your screen time, reclaiming your life in a digital world. But before we get started on that, I want to ask if you haven't already, if you could just hit pause and drop us a rating because those ratings help us reach more listeners. They help build our credibility and grow our show. And what like is better than that, right? I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. And I'm so excited to continue to grow and expand who we're reaching so that more and more ears can get this and learn and grow. So thank you so much for your support in that. Just press pause, drop that five star and then hit play. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. So get buckled up if you're on your commute to work, or pull up a chair, or grab a cup of coffee, or if tea's your thing, we're diving in. And I'm going to be so honest and transparent, as I always am, but I'm going to be honest with you that the reason I chose this topic at this time was because I've been really finding myself falling out of my rhythm. Normally, I try to be super intentional with my screen time and all my time, but I've seen some struggle lately. So let's dive in and just know that it comes from a place of me talking to myself and cheering myself on as well. Because in today's like hyper-connected world, it's so easy for us to find ourselves constantly tethered to our digital devices. From smartphones to laptops, we, we really rely on technology for work, entertainment, and even our social connections, right? With social media and everything. And these devices are undoubtedly bringing us convenience and opportunities, but they can also overwhelm us which leads to stress and anxiety and a sense of being constantly plugged in, if you will. And this is where the concept of almost like a digital detox or minimizing your screen time comes into play. It's important for us to set clear boundaries because like it can just be debilitating to always be plugged in and taking a temporary break or minimizing that screen time from those devices can really reconnect us to the world, to ourselves and find that balance again, because I feel like sometimes we're just like out in the cyber world floating and we need to put our feet down and really find solid ground again. So bear with me on that analogy, but just really finding that balance again. So we're going to dive into a number of different things today about why and how we can minimize our screen time. So number one, I've already alluded to it, it's setting clear boundaries. Really designate specific times during the day when you'll break like free from your devices, okay? Because like, if you're anything like me, you almost always have your cell phone on you. Honestly, the only time I don't have my cell phone on me 100% is at work. And that's just because sometimes my outfit choices uh don't have pockets. And so I can't always have my phone with me, but otherwise I almost always have my phone with me. And that's something that I'm really trying to guard against. I'm trying to set boundaries 
where like I have breaks from them. This could mean like no screens during meals or an hour before bedtime or during certain activities, but it's just so important to start start somewhere. And I'm not saying that you have to do all or nothing. And this is coming from a girl who is an all or nothing sort of girl who is learning to take bite-sized pieces. And so with that, yeah, shut your phone off during mealtimes or leave it in the kitchen on the counter when you go to the dinner table or an hour before bed say, you know what, I'm not going to aimlessly scroll the internet. And you have to kind of make those boundaries for yourself. You definitely can come up with like accountability partners and whatnot in this, but setting those boundaries and having that hard, truthful conversation with yourself is where it's going to start. And the benefits of setting those boundaries is really going to help you regain control over your time and reduce those compulsive urges to check your devices constantly. Now I'm going to be so, so, so transparent right here. It's almost embarrassing. But years ago when Facebook was like the main platform and Facebook business pages were like the thing, I would literally post a picture from a wedding and just sit and refresh my page because I was just curious how many people were liking it and seeing it. And it became kind of a little bit of an obsession. It was very compulsive of me to be like, okay, I have to check. I have to check. I have to check. And it sounds silly now. I mean, I think that some of us still do it when we're looking at like our reels to see how many views we got or how many likes our most recent posts got or whatever the case. But like, I just remember being so tied to it and I'd be so nervous. I'd like literally press post and then I'd like have to double check it and I'd want to reread it. And I was just so, so obsessed with it. It was unhealthy. And that's why I said it's a little embarrassing to admit, but like now I don't do that now. Honestly, I'll post and not even go back and check for days or one of our VAs will post for me or I'll schedule a post to go out and I don't even know how many likes it gets. And that's not because I'm like into the hundreds of thousands or anything like that. I get like 12 likes, whatever. But to me, it doesn't matter. The point is that I posted it and and we can move on from that, right? So just knowing yourself and setting those boundaries can be really, really important. But knowing what those boundaries you need to set are is equally as important. You can't just necessarily take a page from my playbook on this one and say, this is what I need to do because you have to self-reflect. The point number two that I want to bring up is find offline alternatives. So an example of this would be replacing screen time with offline activities. So instead of scrolling through social media, consider reading a book. Now I know a lot of people love to read on their Kindles, but (laughs) the whole idea of this episode is to get away from screens. So pick up a physical book or go for a nature walk or engage in a hobby like painting or playing music or singing or playing the piano, whatever it is, find something that you can replace it with. Because it's really important to step away and find alternatives because like our mind still wants to be engaged, right? You don't want to just sit there and stare at a wall. That's like watching paint dry, like no thank you. But you do need to learn how to replace and recalibrate your brain so that you're not so dependent and so compulsively checking your phone or your laptop. And if you're using your device to learn, Um, like I said, I know Kindles are great and stuff, but try reading a book or even printing the article. This is a big one. I believe like just printing the article, then you can hold it in your hand and focus, take notes, jot things down. Any thoughts that you had that, you know, were sparked during reading it, you can jot down. Also, this will help take your eyes off of a screen. 
but you still won't be missing a beat. Again, I feel like too, there's like physical ramifications. I'm not like diving into all of that today because like that's beyond me, but I know like our eyes and stuff get tired, right? Like I find myself needing a break from screen time, just physically resting my eyes. And so these are one ways that you can do it. And a benefit to really finding those offline alternatives not only reduces that screen time, but it also provides opportunity for personal growth and creativity. Like if you are deciding to paint or you do do something with music or you do exercise, like all of those things are so, so beneficial that it's, it's really important and really, really a good alternative. So the third point would be disconnecting digitally, but reconnecting socially. See what I did in there? An example of this would be like organizing like a tech-free gathering with friends or family, encourage everyone to leave their devices at the door and really enjoy face-to-face conversations, board games, or outdoor activities or whatever. This could be as simple as like a networking event for in-person, a simple coffee date, or even a group get together. And the benefits of this is reconnecting with loved ones and really embracing like that fostering that deeper connection, um, and creating lasting memories. So you can do this personally and professionally. I know that I've done this before where like I met up with a colleague and we went for like a work walk. Um, and this is in business, mind you, not at my day job, but like going for a work walk where we're still talking about everything we need to do. And we're having brainstorming sessions, but we're just like walking while we do it. That can be actually quite fun and productive. Um, or just like have an outdoor meeting even, or grab coffee with a fellow business owner just to talk shop, but really getting away from that tech life of like constantly messaging and engaging, just set it to the side for a bit and have that one-on-one or group setting in-person face-to-face connection. Cause that's going to be so beneficial in so many ways. And the fourth thing I want to bring up is embracing mindfulness and relaxation. I'm here for this. Incorporate mindful mindfulness practices into your digital, like your digital, um, I want us to call it digital detox, um, routine, try meditation, deep breathing exercises, yoga, anything really that's going to reduce stress and increase self-awareness. Some people like to journal, some people like bullet journal, some people actually full on journal. Some people have like a goal of just like writing a book, whether it's to be published or not, but just getting all their thoughts down and out. Those are all super big things that can help with that mindfulness and that relaxation. And I know that there's other ways too to have those mindfulness practices. Um, some of which for me is like drawing or painting because it's just easier for me to be intentional with my thoughts when my hands are occupied, but not overwhelmed. So and the benefits with these are the mindfulness techniques can really help you manage that digital compulsiveness to check your phone and really promote an overall well-being. And also it's a good way like to be mindful. Like if you have children, being mindful of being with them is important and shutting off devices so you're not distracted. Uh, That also goes for if you are getting coffee with a friend or you do have an in-person meeting or whatever the case unplugging from your phone so that you can be mindful of the company you're with and intentional with the time that you're spending with them. I think that's a huge one for a lot of us. And if you're, if you have a partner, you're married and you find yourself at the end of every night, just like aimlessly surfing the web, that can be detrimental to your, your relationship. Like 
press pause on that, unplug, and just spend that time together. I know even my husband and I reading books simultaneously next to each other has more of a profound impact on our relationship than if we're both just like scrolling on social media. And I don't exactly understand what that is, but it makes an impact. So even those small shifts can make huge differences. The fifth point I want to talk about in today's episode is reflect and set goals. So use your digital detox or time away or minimizing your screen time as a time for a reflection. I mentioned this earlier, but you can journal out your thoughts and your feelings about your relationship, even with technology and set goals for how you'll use technology more mindfully in the future. So like I said, be mindful when you're off line, but also be mindful when you're online, setting those clear boundaries and being intentional with that time and then figure out what goals you want to meet. Like for me, my latest goal is not browsing or scrolling aimlessly before bed because that's been a little rut that I've been in recently. And I notice I lose a lot of time and a lot of interaction with my husband and my kid if I were to just put them down. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still a great mother and a great wife, but I get distracted and I let that distraction kind of overtake me sometimes because sometimes it is easy to just disengage my brain when I'm scrolling through reels or whatever. So being intentional with that is important. And that's like one of my more recent goals. And the benefits of all of this is really just like reflecting on your digital habits can lead to a positive changes and help you maintain a healthier balance between the digital and physical worlds. And I know that sounds like super dramatic, but it's important to be present in the physical world as much as it is to be online, especially if you're working exclusively remote, making sure that when you do show up in person, whether it's, you know, to a social gathering or whatever, that you're there, you know, you're a hundred percent there. So figure out what goals and what boundaries work for you and then work backwards to start to hone into those and accomplish those. Basically, minimizing your screen time is a valuable practice to regain control over your life in a world that's so, so dominated by screens. By setting boundaries and finding offline alternatives, we can really reconnect with others, embracing that mindfulness and reflecting on our own digital habits. And that leads us to being able to achieve more, basically balance and more fulfilling existence, that synergy that we want. And remember that minimizing your screen time doesn't have to be an all or nothing endeavor. Even small steps towards reducing reducing that screen time can lead to significant improvements in our overall well-being. So take a break from the digital world and discover the joy of living in the present moment. And just do exactly that. Enjoy it and have fun with it and see what works for you. Guys, that's all I got for today. So thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you haven't yet, drop that rating because it's so, so impactful for us and we appreciate it so much. And until next time, guys, I'm Katie, your host of Ginger Biz, and keep on diving in. Mm -hmm.